What is up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Utah Liberty Talk. This is David, TR for Freedom. Hope y'all are doing good. Hope y'all had a good day. I've been drinking this bang, so I got a lot of energy in me, so I might be a little more entertaining today, hopefully. And uh, if that proves true, then maybe I'll make this a little more of a frequent thing. Just recorded uh, the second episode, a uh, well, full episode of Political Dysfunction with Hunter. Uh, and that's gonna that's up. That'll be up by the time you hear this. Uh, I'm recording on Thursday, uh, April Fools, and uh, this will be published on Sunday, uh, per usual. Um, I know that I said that you guys might get two episodes in the time frame. Uh, I decided not to make that the case uh, because I'm actually going to be doing an episode next week about the gun control that we're seeing. Um, so you guys uh, will definitely hear that uh, after this immigration episode, which is the topic for today. Um, if you guys haven't checked out Political Dysfunction, which is uh, the, the head of what this media network is now, go ahead and check it out, uh, Political Dysfunction. Uh, you just search it up, uh, whatever. I, I guess I don't really have any links on the website yet that'll take you there. I'll get that fixed soon. That'll be, uh, that'll be upgraded soon. Um, maybe even by the time this airs. Uh, we, uh, we got the Patreon up. Go check out the website, utahlibertytalk.com, so on, so forth. Also, new thing, Libertarian Party Boogaloo Caucus. It's up on Twitter. I don't really know what steps need to be taken to make it an actual caucus, but I seen it on Twitter. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. And uh, thank you all again for tuning in. Without further ado, let's kick it off. It's the same recording. I'm not chopping it up, so you guys are hearing me. I'm just talking straight. So, the libertarian position on immigration. I know this is one of those big things that separates or, uh, you know, really makes it so Republicans don't want to come to the Libertarian Party because they're like, oh, open borders, you must be some, some liberal. You want open borders. And, uh, you know, honestly, when you, when you get into the, the conversation of, of open borders, to me, it's kind of a, it ends up being kind of a no-brainer. Um, and that's, you know, for, for quite a few things, uh, you know, first of all, uh, and, and Hunter and I talked about this, uh, our episode that we just recorded was about hypocrisy in the democratic party. And, uh, one of the things that, that we talked about was immigration and how Obama was, was district, had the strictest administration on immigration. Um, Bill Clinton also passed a number of uh, laws expanding grounds for deporting immigrants and even legal residents uh, and uh, illegal immigrants as well. Um, you know, and then Biden hasn't slowed down. You know, he said he wouldn't deport anyone within the first 100 days. And I think it took less than a week for that to turn out to be a flat out lie. Surprise. No, we're not surprised. Um, anyways, uh, the... Immigration tends to be something that turns a lot of Republicans away from the Libertarian Party. As a former Republican, um, I think that it might be useful for those of you who may uh, feel similarly to hear the the Libertarian uh, position on immigration, especially one coming from a, a right-wing Libertarian, a former Republican. Um, and I, I wouldn't say a right-wing Libertarian. It depends on which political compass you use. I like the Nolan chart, so I wouldn't say I'm a right-wing. I'm a Libertarian. But... Anyways, um, 
so yeah, I mean, basically, uh, the, the way that I see it, uh, this is, you know, when you, when you look at the founding fathers and, and what this nation is, this nation, and it's undeniable, you know, we are, we are the melting pot. This nation was, was built on immigration. We are all, we all came from immigrants and, and that's okay. And that's not, that's not a bad thing in any way, shape or form. Um, and, you know, I think that it, that it's important, uh, to allow people to come to this country. I think, I think it's important and there's many reasons for that, but the United States has been separated and even elevated above other countries because we are the single safe haven single nation in the world where people can go to get their natural rights recognized and you know this is something that honestly uh should be a, a no-brainer you know, this is the one nation in the world, you know, this is the land of opportunity and everyone wants to have the opportunity to live the American dream, right? And what is the American dream? Well, it's the opportunity to make money, you know, and to have your individual natural rights recognized. And uh, that was basically the whole purpose of this American experiment. And there are some political reasons for why it didn't turn out the the way that it was intended to. Um, and that you, you guys will hear me talk about, uh, probably heard me talk about the the constitution and how it's a relatively weak document and uh what that's led to um you know first of all i think that there should be very minimal federal immigration policy if any and you know the only federal immigration policy i think we should have is basically like those who were convicted of of violent crimes we don't have to let in but otherwise i mean as long as they don't have like you know smallpox or something like that it's a very you know at that point in time when they're trying to immigrate and even if they do i mean i'm sure there's a way that we could just be like yeah let's wait for this disease to go away and y'all can come in but i mean i mean there's virtually you know almost no restrictions uh we should have on immigration and i know that that you know a lot of people will be like well well what you know with no no restrictions and i'm not saying there should be a system like maybe keep track of it Honestly, it's in my opinion, it should be delegated to states for the most part. I think that it's going to be a lot easier for states to keep track of that kind of stuff at their own discretion, you know, which in reality is the way that it should be. Uh, you know, the immigration policies for, for uh, Michigan or, or Maryland or Florida or Utah shouldn't be the same as for Texas or Arizona, New Mexico, California, uh, even some of those northern states. Uh, I doubt they you know, I mean, they don't see the same kind of immigration that they do on the southern border, but you get the concept. Uh, you know, the reason why we have the 10th Amendment is because not every issue is is uh, able to be delegated properly in an efficient manner by the federal government. Um, so, you know, it, I mean, honestly, this, this is the kind of thing that, you know, should you know, be delegated to the states for the most part. And, you know, in some ways we see this. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to skip over that thought for a little minute that I had and kind of going down that statehood route. Um, you know, federally, one of the biggest reasons why Republicans are, uh, so against, you know, having open borders is, is, you know, the, the welfare state, 
And, you know, they make the claim that, well, immigrants shouldn't be coming over here and, and getting tax dollars. And I mean, theoretically, you know, it's an agreeable statement. Um, but, you know, it's, it's flawed. And, and first of all, you know, the welfare state is, is a catastrophe in itself. So you end the welfare state, then suddenly that's not so much of an issue because the government isn't handing out free money. And on top of that, just because the government's handing out free money doesn't mean that people should be denied their rights. And I love the quote, the Statue of Liberty, because it says on the Statue of Liberty, send me your tired, send me your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. And, you know, that's what it is. I mean, send, I mean, we want the people that have been oppressed. We want the people that have been shut out. We want the people that have been, you know, the, the people in Hong Kong, the people in North Korea. We want the people whose souls crave freedom. We want you here. We want you here. Come partake in, in this liberty with us. Come live the life that you want to live. Come here so you can, and obviously, you know, we aren't allowed to do that. But theoretically, this is how it should be. You know, this is what America is about. So, you know, talking about immigration and what America is, yes, please come, come contribute to our economy. Come contribute to our very diversified culture. You know, maybe we could, you know, make, I mean, I, I don't know. We, I don't know any fast food Vietnamese places. I know fast food Chinese and, you know, Mexican places and whatnot. I mean, come, come on. Let's, I mean, we want you. We really do. We really do. There's nothing wrong. And, you know, they maybe this will go over cultural appropriation and maybe those leftist leaning ones won't like that I say, but I don't think cultural appropriation is really a thing unless it's derogatory. Um, especially not in the United States. I think it's kind of BS to make a claim of cultural appropriation in the United States when the purpose of the United States is to be a place where, you know, we can, as a society, admire and partake in aspects of other cultures that, that we think are interesting or beneficial or so on and so forth. I mean, you know, that's what it's about. I mean, if it, I, I don't know, maybe I'm a Nazi for that or something like that, but I think that, you know, when when uh when you know people partake in other cultures i i think that it should be flattering if anything i mean you know i mean i i mean i would love you know and i and i would love for people to come partake in this american culture of freedom i mean you know so i'm i'm all about sharing the love i'm all about you know sharing the experience you know what everyone everyone's got something to bring to the table and uh, you know obviously there are cultural aspects of that and i think that that's completely okay and there's not, nothing wrong with admiring or participating in in other people's culture because that's what america's for you know america's supposed to be the place where you can you know mold yourself and like you know take you know partake in things that interest you uh you know, that, that's, I mean, that's what it's about. And I, you know, I think that, it, you know, it's what we should be aiming to achieve here. Um, with, with the, uh, you know, talk about state uh, immigration uh, in 20, let's say after, I don't know if it was like the discussion. I mean, I'm sure the discussion happened before Trump was elected. I know that, I mean, immigration, we all know, was probably the hottest topic on the 2016 election cycle. And, you know, honestly, uh, you know, sanctuary. Um, okay, I'm going to organize this a little bit better in my head. In 1996, Bill Clinton passed multiple immigration bills or signed into law multiple immigration bills. 
And uh, one of those bills, let me let me see. I pull this up right now. I got it right here. I, was, I talked about it a little bit on uh, my episode with Hunter. Um, in, in 1996, uh, Bill Clinton signed into law the Illegal Immigration Reform and Immigrant Responsibility Act. And uh, that made it significantly harder for people who are being persecuted to, to claim asylum and come to the United States. Um, so when refugees, uh, particularly Syrian refugees, uh, were fleeing from Syria, uh, many Democratic states, uh, you know, uh, Oregon, Washington, California, uh, had sanctuary cities. And these sanctuary cities basically allowed these uh, people that were claiming asylum to come to the United States without having to go through all the, you know, how the pain in the butt, the legal way is to coming into the United States. I mean, it's a pain in the butt and claiming asylum is a catastrophe. I mean, you know, it takes like six months to claim asylum and it's, it's the problem even solved. The problem is, yeah, yeah. The problem has probably gotten too bad after six months for it to be worth it to them. Uh, granted, they still attempt to because, you know, it's so much better here. And it's just, you know, they're coming out of horrible circumstances. And it's not just Syrian refugees, too. I mean, our drug war has created extremely powerful cartels in Mexico that, that Mexican citizens are fleeing from. And, you know, that's the hottest immigration topic is the southern border. Many of their immigration problems, you know, the things that we see, the repercussions are because of our bad policies, particularly the war on drugs. We pretty much stagnated Mexico's economy because of it. I mean, they could be making a boatload of money if, you know, the United States and other nations hadn't influenced so highly in this this drug war. Um, so that being said, you know, we see with these sanctuary cities, and it's not quite, you know, uh, the exact same as the Tenth Amendment, but the the concept of delegating these issues to more localized governments is is good. And localization is good uh, in a lot of ways. So, uh, you know, these these kind of uh, sanctuary cities, uh, I I say they're a good thing, uh, of course. And uh, you know, and it's one of the benefits that we see, and it's one of the the arguments you put forth on you know why these kind of things should be delegated to the states because you know maybe maybe. Uh, you know, Utah, no, I don't want to use Utah for an example, because I don't think Utah would be the kind of state to do this. Maybe, maybe Missouri isn't ready to take on, uh, you know, a bunch of uh, people claiming asylum. And federal law, you know, at this point in time would basically make it so Missouri doesn't necessarily have to. Um, delegating this to the states opens up opportunities for, for other states to kind of come to the rescue and assist where, you know, they can. And I think that that's something that, you know, it, I mean, something that should happen. It's, it's important, you know? And, uh, I mean, honest, I, we're going to be honest here. You know, most of the people that are coming across the border, uh, they are bad people. And I know that they, especially Donald Trump in 2016, he was running, he was like, they're, they're rapists, they're drug dealers. Um, uh, and, that doesn't mean there's no rapists that come across. A rapist come across it, you know, our border from every country, first of all. Um, but those that deal drugs, I mean, first of all, drugs, you know, should be legalized. Uh, if we didn't have the war on drugs, they wouldn't be 
bringing drugs over the way they are. You could just buy in a store or whatever, clean stuff. So it's only a crime because he made it a crime. It's a victimless crime. It's stupid. Um, and those that are dealing drugs are going back and forth. It's not like, you know, it's staying here and ruining our society by giving people pot, which it, it's just like, this is all avoidable. Like, why are we even having this discussion about this? Uh, so, I mean, you know, it, it it's kind of an absurd claim. Yeah, and Trump has made some uh, plenty of absurd claims, as we know. Um, and, you know, now that I am uh, thinking about it, I think I'm going to be able to pull a bit more time out of my uh, gun control episode that one could could end up being a, a little longer than usual uh for my singular episodes also i think i should probably i i should work to have a guest on the the podcast so if you guys have any suggestions or any people that you guys might want to hear on the podcast to talk about certain issues uh we would uh, absolutely love to have that happen uh with that being said um I'm actually going to change the topic of this a little bit, and I'm going to talk about something that has very recently been bubbling up in the in the Libertarian Party. And for those of you that aren't familiar with, you know, the party, maybe you're just more of a, you subscribe to the philosophy of libertarianism, or maybe you're one of the, you know, the liberty supporting Republicans, or maybe you're just a progressive that's socially libertarian and you're, you're a socialist, but you like listening because you hear the, the, you know, the, the things I talk about when it comes to immigration or the drug war. You know, I mean, we have tons of common ground on social liberties. Um, so uh, the Libertarian Party is, uh, it's it's got a very interesting dynamic. And uh, much of the established establishment of the Libertarian Party, you know, are, are relatively leftist. And, uh, you know, or, or even blue dog Democrats, you could say, which are uh, fiscally conservative Democrats. Um, and they're, you know, with this, uh, we have seen some some differences when it comes to certain issues. We've seen some some differences with Black Lives Matter, not too much, but some differences. Um, it seems that the overall agenda of Black Lives Matter and the Libertarian Party either ranges from you know to completely support Black Lives Matter in its entirety, or uh, you know I support the social movement but not the organization. That's where I lie. Um, and some people will go a little farther, I guess, even more conservative than that, where they don't like Black Lives Matter. Um, and I guess you know they they all have their place. I guess I I think that that the correct answer to that would be to support the social movement and not the organization. But then you got people that are like, well, the social movement and the organization are undeniably uh, cohesive. Um, anyways, you have, you have leftist factions in the Libertarian Party, and we've seen this with coronavirus. And oh my gosh, the fact that there are Libertarians that are vocally supporting free market, and I'm doing big ass air quotes, free market uh, vaccine passports is ridiculous. Now, first of all, Vaccine passports. I mean, it shouldn't even be a question. Why should vaccine passports be? Get out of here. Get out of here. You're gonna you're gonna say that that you have to have proof that you have the vaccine to leave the country. 
I mean, what is this? East Berlin? Get out of here. Yeah, that, that's that's bullcrap. And then and then you've got people that are so socially, and this is what I drives me crazy about these leftist, these leftist uh libertarians. Because they are not they are not supporters of liberty when they support the social paradigms that, that oppress people. They just I mean, yeah, sure, they don't they don't support uh, you know, they don't support the government intervention, maybe. And even then I'll talk about why that's bullcrap with this. But, uh, you know, they, they support stuff like, like demonizing white people, which I think is bullcrap. I, we're all individuals and that's just the bottom line. I mean, no one should feel bad for their skin color under any circumstance. They didn't do nothing wrong just because their skin color. I mean, this is stupid talk. Why do I even got to say this crap? But, you know, or the same kind of people that will say, you know, like I mentioned earlier, you know, well, cultural appropriation, um, you know, you shouldn't be celebrating Cinco de Mayo if you're not Mexican or it's bullcrap like that. Um, you know, so the, you get the kind of if, if you're if you're seasoned in the Libertarian Party, you'll probably understand the kind of faction I'm talking about. And even if not, uh, you know, you still might get the kind of thing that I'm talking about. Um and, you know, you have, you know, like particularly the Libertarian Party of Nevada, which hadn't gotten on Twitter in like a year just to go and tweet about how free market vaccine passports are, are OK. So you're supporting a social paradigm that that will oppress people and restrict movement, which is constitutionally granted. And how does the free market regulate immigration, dude? Like we all know it's the federal government behind this crap. I mean, it's just like, I don't even understand how a, a free market vaccine passport is even possible. I mean, how, how do you even, I mean, it's a passport. The, the government regulates immigration. So how can you have a, how, that's, that's literally is like, that's literally like saying that, you know, our, our, uh, B2 bombers or free market B2 bombers because they were developed by private corporations, even though the corporate bailouts and, you know, the backdoor deals and lobbying done by the government. I mean, we all know it's the Fed behind it, but, you know, it, I mean, it's the same kind of concept. I mean, we all know that the federal government is behind this bullcrap, so don't try and BS us into free market vaccine. Yeah, now, listen, you're an authoritarian asshole and fuck you, okay? Listen, there's no place in the Libertarian Party for people who support oppressive social paradigms. There's no place for that because it's, why would you, I mean, you you're for freedom. Why would you support oppressive social paradigms? Why would you support a, a passport, even if it is done, done by the free market, air quotes, which is impossible, even if it was done by the free market, why would you support a social paradigm that intentionally oppresses people and restricts the freedom of movement? That's bullcrap, that's stupid. That is stupid crap. And just like the kind of people that want to ban guns, I mean, that's like the, that's like, oh, I support, uh, I support, uh, you know, free market gun control. Just shut up, dude. Don't support paradigms that oppress people. Don't be an asshole. Okay? Don't be an asshole. And don't use libertarian platforms to support things that are contrary to the goal of liberty. Why would you come out on a libertarian platform and say that you support a social paradigm that oppresses people and restricts movement? 
You're abusing your platform to try and get apart a completely, to try and get across a completely separate agenda that has nothing to do with the Libertarian Party platform. And in fact, it, it opposes the Libertarian Party platform because we know that it's the goddamn federal government that's going to be doing it. What? So fortunately, you know, the National Party came out and they were like, we don't support vaccine passports and uh of course they got some a little bit of backlash from those stupid fucks that think it's okay to support social paradigms that oppress people and restrict movement and just dude, fuck you leave the party i'm serious i'm serious leave the party leave it there is no caucus that should represent you in this party i mean there is should be no caucus i mean this is the bullcrap there's no place for that shit in the libertarian party gosh don't use your party platform supporting liberty and freedom to support paradigms that oppress and restrict people. Are you fucking retarded, dude? I mean, what the fuck is this? What the crap is this? It's just, it's stupid. It, it pisses me off. And uh, so, yeah, that ties into immigration. Uh, why? I mean, if you're a libertarian and you're pro-open borders, why would you support a vaccine passport? Especially the leftist ones that are probably the most, the most avid. Most avid open border libertarians are the ones that are coming out and supporting these social paradigms that are going to restrict immigration. If you're pro-open borders, why are you being this big of a cocksucker? You're literally, I mean, it doesn't, it's counteractive. You are taking one step forward and two steps backward, and you're using a pro-liberty platform to do it. I mean, this is just stupid. It's just stupid. Knock it off. It's just absolutely ridiculous. And that's, that's it for my, uh, this, that's it for my rant about that. And, uh, that's going to tie up the immigration episode, actually. Um, hopefully y'all liked it. Uh, hopefully I was energetic enough and passionate enough for you guys. I don't know. I think you started getting heated up there at the end a little bit for me, but it, but it's stupid. And, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. It's stupid. We love to hear the feedback. Love it. Love it. Love it. Go ahead. Send it in. Keep sending it in. Uh, Patreon, you know, we got the, the utahlibertytalk.com. Got some articles on there for good reading. If you guys want, uh, written, uh, I publish those on there as some of my own work. Um, and yeah, so, uh, connect with us on Twitter at Utah Liberty Talk, um, at, uh, Real Poly Disc for political dysfunction. And yeah, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Uh, really appreciate the support. Keep on listening and we will see y'all soon. Thanks again.